How do you make more money by actually working less? Today's question comes from Larissa and she's asking, how do I grow my business without burnout or overwhelm? And it might feel like an impossible goal. I mean, how do I work less and actually make a lot more money? It might feel impossible for you right now because this is your current reality, but you know that there are people whose output is exponentially higher because they have, number one, a different mindset, and number two, they use different tools than you're probably using right now. So the question is, how do you make that reality your reality? How do you transition into thinking, feeling, and acting like a business owner who owns a machine that produces money, time, fulfillment, and impact? This is the question that we're going to be exploring today. But the one principle that I want to share with you that I want you to keep throughout this conversation is this. The only difference between someone who is working really, really, really hard in their business and their output is limited and someone who is maybe working less or maybe just as much, but their output is exponentially higher despite them having the same amount of time, amount of time each and every day is their mindset, is the way that they look at things. And the person who has an exponentially higher output, and uh, hello to everyone watching live, please let me know in a comment where you're watching this from, what time is it on your side of the world, and um, also include your name just in case you're watching from um, or where your shaman community. Beautiful. So this is the basic idea. They have a different way of thinking. What do they do differently than most entrepreneurs out there who are still struggling to produce that same level of output and not doing it very successfully? Well, they spent the time to heal or to shift internally. If you're familiar with my work, um, I'm the founder of the Warrior Shaman Mindset Program that is designed to help you scale your business fast by eliminating, 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 English is leaving my body right now, eliminating limiting beliefs quickly and helping you take bigger and bolder action. And that's exactly what these people did. They've let go of a lot of their fears, their limitations. They've done the work to heal internally, to boost their energy, raise their energy levels up and tap into their true power, their true creativity. And that allowed them not just to take bigger and bolder action, but it allowed them to start thinking in terms of leverage. An example of leverage would be, let's say you're sending out, uh, you're more at the beginning stages of your business, you're sending out cold emails or cold messages every single day. An example of leverage would be using a system, an automation that sends out those messages for you or hiring someone, a, an assistant that could do those tasks for you. This is called leverage, using systems, autom basically automation and teams. So when you're thinking this way, your time is literally your most valuable asset. You do not give your time lightly. You do not give your time to other people lightly. You do not give um, your time to repetitive tasks that you can easily delegate to someone else. That's the difference, right? These people use uh, systems and teams. Now, why do, it's simple enough, but why is it that most entrepreneurs don't use teams effectively? Why is it that they're reluctant to hire or they believe that they cannot hire high performers to grow the business even when they're 
not there. It's simply because they still have limiting beliefs holding them back. And I'll give you a quick example of that. If you don't believe you are enough, if you believe that you're not good enough, your company is not exciting enough, your company cannot compare to the competition, of course, you're not going to hire high performers. You haven't boosted your confidence as a leader. And you need that level of confidence, not just to serve incredible clients, powerful clients that love and respect your work, but you leave that, you need that level of confidence in your leadership, especially to build inspired teams who perform better than you would expect. Is this making sense, guys? Let me know in the comments if this is resonating, if this is making sense for you right now. So what are specifically the limiting beliefs that keeps um, entrepreneurs that hold entrepreneurs back and doesn't allow you to make more money by actually working less. Number one, like I mentioned, feeling like you're not good enough. If you think you're not good enough, of course, you're going to hold yourself back. Of course, you're not going to take bigger and bolder actions. You're not going to make bigger offers or go after bigger, more exciting clients because you're like, oh, I haven't studied enough. Oh, I haven't given my current clients um, amazing results or, or the results that they're getting, they're just not good enough and so on and so forth. Of course, you're going to be reluctant towards tell, you know, talking to someone who's a higher level client and saying, look, I can help you. Many of my clients are much more successful than I am. Many of my clients made a lot more money than I have. Why is that possible when everybody says, well, I want to learn from someone who's been in my shoes, who's done what I've done, and who knows exactly what I'm going to do? Why is it that I could coach these clients despite me not having been where they are? It's because my confidence is different. And when my confidence is different, I can spark a new level of confidence in these clients that for them, it will mean exponential results, exponentially more money with exponentially less effort. Is this making sense? Number two, you got to release imposter syndrome. You'd be surprised how many people are suffering from imposter syndrome. And it's closely related to not feeling good enough. And you might think, well, I'm a beginner. Of course, I feel like a bit like an imposter, like, you know, I don't have my shit together. Guess what? Every single person that you look up to has imposter syndrome because they have more people watching, more people admiring them, and they feel awkward, especially this is especially um, relevant for celebrities, for example. Everybody idolizes them, but they know they don't, they, they don't have their shit together. They know that they're human, especially relevant for celebrity coaches or multimillionaire coaches. Everybody's looking up to them, but they know that they don't have their shit together. You'd be surprised how many million dollar companies are a complete mess internally, but that's okay, right? Life is messy. Business is messy. Everything is messy. It's okay to not feel, um, to, to feel like an imposter. Everybody does. But the difference is that pe some people have rituals that allow them to step out of that. Whenever I feel like a fraud, I do my meditations. I, I do an internal reset. And I'm like, okay, it's just my, just my mind trying to keep me safe. This is right. So very, very important. Releasing perfectionism. This is the number one thing holding high level entrepreneurs back. The number one thing.
the number one thing. I've seen this so many times. It's like you have your team looking up to you. And I'm saying this with a lot of love. You have your team looking up to you. You're the top dog. You're the uh, honcho, head honcho. And you feel like you need to be perfect all the time. You feel like you, you can't afford to be vulnerable sometimes. You feel like you can't afford to make any mistakes. And I get it. It's, it's not easy. You don't want to disappoint your people. You don't want to disappoint your team. So you're constantly pressuring yourself to be this perfect individual that you're not. Nobody is. But with that, the cost of that is that you're never allowing yourself to say, hey, things could be improved. I see this in my coaching calls when I, when I talk to someone who's at a higher level. When I say, hey, have you thought about that? But hey, hey here's what I'm doing right now. I'm, I'm doing this. I, I know that. I know that. Right, right, right. And I actually said this in a recent call. I said, you know what? Can I be honest? If you keep talking about what you're doing, how can you improve? Right? I get it that you need to look like and feel like you have things under control. It's natural. It's okay. But if you cannot improve, then everything's just going to stay the same. Right? And it clicked for him. I said, yeah, well, you're right. You know, that's, that's, I haven't even realized that I'm doing that. Big, big mindset challenge, right? Perfectionism. Fear of being rejected, you might think that this is something super common in the beginning. You know, you're talking to so many new people, you're afraid that they're going to say no to your offers and you're not really making that many offers, but you'd be surprised. This is at every single level of business because let's say you want to start a new project. It's not necessarily quote unquote fear of rejection, but it's more of a feel of fear of failure or fear of being judged rather by other people. Again, when you have a bigger impact, a bigger influence, more people are watching. So if you make a mistake, you're so afraid that people are going to judge you, that people are going to lose faith in you, that you never even start new projects. And those new projects could probably have an even, even bigger impact. They could have, um, they could mean a faster, more powerful growth for your business, but you never even try because you're so afraid that you're going to make a public mistake. And people will leave your community, right? But what I'm saying, and all of these, by the way, is all of these fears are addressed in the shaman mindset. When you heal this fear of being judged, and when you realize that people are going to judge you no matter what you do, whether you <laughs> cure cancer, you're still going to have some people judging you. And Nothing's going to be perfect. So if everyone's going to judge you, no matter what you do, doesn't that give you the freedom to do whatever you want? I think it does. And it's, it's very closely related to the next one, fear of making mistakes, right? So to recap, not feeling good enough, imposter syndrome, perfectionism, fear of being rejected, fear of making mistakes, they're all keeping you stuck in the give your time for money. They're keeping you stuck in overwork, overwhelm, exhaustion, burnout, and you're just looking at your competition fly by you, 
even they even if they have a worse service a worse product they're still making more progress than you be, just because they've done the work to release all of these weights on their shoulders they're they're going through life and business with light speed and you're just sitting there and watching this is very important this is an important process to give to pay attention to to give your energy to especially if you are serious about creating a business that gives you the freedom that gives you the time to spend time with your family to go on vacation my dad spent the first 15 years of his business working like a maniac he, he never had time to go on vacation never he was working all the time and was burnt out exhausted he made some shifts in his thinking he started thinking more like a business owner and he sold the business last year very powerful the way that you think is your business is your income is your impact and a lot of your thinking is being influenced by these subconscious patterns that you have no idea are running your life and are actually truly the ones running your business this is making sense i hope it does and if you'd like to dive deeper and create a personalized strategy for you to add another 50 to 100k to your business by working less without the overwhelm without the burnout um i would invite you to click the link in the description you will find more information on exactly how we can do that together in the meantime i appreciate you for checking out this video let me know what was the most valuable insight you got from this powerful conversation and as always let us kick it